For us, during at that in, during the, the few months that we worked on the cafeteria, we only wanted to look at the aesthetics of the cafeteria. But there are so many other factors that were super interesting. The one thing about the cafeteria is it says we've got something for you. Right. And yeah. You is a very broad. Exactly. Exactly. You exactly. is everybody. Everybody. And they, ne- <laughs> and they never disappoint. Never. Yeah. There is something they for you. You're oh. right. And, like and you don't like hot sauce, but they got I got you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I got the dark sauce. I'm ready. <laughs> and I bet you, like, if you go to the cafeteria and like, do you have bread? And I'm like, of course we have better better. What are you talking about? You know? As though, as though you should know they have. Hello, I'm Salman Qasmi, and you're listening to the Decancho. Urban life. Neighborhood banter. Pull up a seat and pass the time. <laughs> the Dukan Show, hosted by Ot, Tuflis, Urshad, and Reem. Welcome to the tribe. Uh, yeah, so we we started Fikra in 2006. Um, and sorry, who's so, we? Huh? Who's we? Uh, so. Me, but no, but like okay, my cool. team and the support yeah. that I got, yeah. you know, from. But I'll tell you, actually, I'll give you uh, before starting Fikra. Um, so I went to AUS, I studied multimedia design there. Hmm. I graduated, I worked in London for a little while, I came back, I started freelancing, um, and then I worked at a branding agency here. And I remember at the time that I was, I was, uh, um, I was trying to find a place to work at that wasn't necessarily just advertising or mm. just branding or you know um and i wanted to, to work at a place that was very similar to the studio that i worked uh, worked at in london and it was it was like uh, this this really experimental studio that they did a lot of different things like you know ex- interactive interaction design print with uh, with film with you know a lot of just different things a yeah. lot of play mm. and they they had uh, they had this you know where people would come in and be like, oh, look at this new thing that i was working on by myself you know like that energy yeah and so um I remember uh, getting offered the job uh, at a branding agency here in the UAE, and I remember saying, "Do I want to do this, and mm. or should I just, you know, should we go and start Fikran?" That that was the time where uh, a friend of mine, um, Sana, she 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 graduated from AUS as well, um, and she worked at a few companies in Dubai. And I remember having this conversation that you know I wanted to start this thing called Fikra. It's a design studio, but that. The reason we want to, st- I wanted to start it, is because uh, for it to become this playground for a lot of designers to come in and do a lot of different experimental mm. stuff. Yes, we have to do the branding and things like that, but at the same time, we want to play. We want to do like just crazy things. And I, honestly, like at that time, I didn't know what that what that meant. Yeah. yeah, it was just that there's that there's that freedom um, that you're just going to kind of play yeah really. um and so senna helped me 
kind of think about how to structure the studio. So she was still working at a, at a company in Dubai. And uh, um, I started Fikra, and that was and there was a there was a show Alia Shamsi, uh, who's a photographer. Mm. Uh, she had a show back in two thousand and six, I believe, in uh, in here in Dubai. And uh, Mohammed Harb from Farij, yeah. uh, we're friends from before, so we collaborated on a lot of projects before, way before Farij, and like when we're in, you know, uh, uh, university. And and so he said, you know, we met at that at the show Alia Shamsi show, and he's like, yeah, I'm starting this thing called Farij, and I told him, you know, I'm starting this thing called Fikra. Yeah, it kind of works. And so he, so he said, you know, let's. Uh, why don't we help each other? I and mean, why don't yeah. we support each other? And so we, Fikra ended up doing the ending credits for the first season of Fridge that mm-hmm. year. Okay. Um, and that was the kind of one of the first projects. And then a few months later, Senna joined. She left the job that she was working in Dubai, and she joined our team. Um, and she had. Yeah, at that time, I like I I didn't know anything about like working with clients or like sending quotations or you know yeah. getting in you know I knew like I, yeah I knew I knew I knew what it like kind of you heard the word I heard the word yeah. what it's yeah. supposed you know what it's to be supposed to be but not really sure yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, like my favorite yeah. is like you you know there's an invoice and you know money comes exactly. from an invoice yeah. but you actually don't know what but what is it what does it look like when do I send what is an LPO you know I think what is scare basically business yeah and so even when when I was working when we did that you know sending the quotation for fridge and things like that Senna was actually was like you have to send a, something called a quotation that is so great <laughs> you know, I love it thank god for Senna <laughs> I, know, I right? love it honestly um, she came at the right time <laughs> and she's yeah I mean, she's uh, uh, yeah we're friends from way way back of uh, family friends yeah, and things like that so she really really helped a lot with the with the setup of Fikra hmm. so uh, that was the beginning of Fikra and, and so in 2006 we yeah, I mean, we started and we started to play. Uh, we did a lot of work, um, and back then I think it was a little risky because, yeah, I mean, how do you? How, uh, first of all, going to design, just studying design, I got a lot of. Is this a career path? Mm. You know, are you? Can you actually make money out of this? Mm. Is it? Th- yeah. Is do, this you a a hobby? Hobby? Like, do you have a job? <laughs> do you have a job? Do you have a job? How do you counter those? Um, did you counter them? So. So when I when, I'll tell you how I went into design. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. So at the at the at the very beginning, I uh, uh, so I was always good at you know with computers in general. Yeah, and he, uh, built a website when I was eleven years old and like things like that. Um, Inshallah, geocities. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but um, so so I remember um, when when applying for university, I, I wanted to do uh, computer science or. Uh, something in business and I remember uh, uh, my brother saying you should do management information system because there's some computer in there and there's some something yo somebody actually told me that as well oh really yeah, yeah, yeah. and some that. business I, part of me felt like that was the worst advice I've ever gotten <laughs> you're like but officially part of me was, the worst was advice curious ever curious as well <laughs> yeah I've, I've gotten that before okay cool so uh, <laughs> yeah so I, I, I got that and then um and so computers. So when you're applying at AUS, um, there are three choices. Mm. So the first choice was, I, I believe, computer science or computer engineering, one of them. Okay. Second choice was management information system. Third choice was multimedia design. Okay. And I got into multimedia design. Sweet. So it was kind of like. <laughs> it was just accidental. Yeah. Like, so, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. That's what I got there into. So when I went to do multimedia design, the first year is a foundations uh, foundations year. Um, mm. 
where we do a lot of drawing and design. Uh, so we had drawing one, which is a lot of charcoal, and, you know, things like that, and and just yeah, yeah, also pencil drawings, and you have to get perspectives. Anyway, um, so I remember going back home with my kandora being just completely black charcoal. Oh, I love and, that. Yeah, and you know what's great about this. The, the 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 idea that people say they never see an Emirati in a dirty kandora. Yeah. And you were and that. You're that guy. <laughs> you were you're that the dirtiest person. kid in class. <laughs> yes. That's you. Um, and we got it. I mean, finally, <laughs> we got that confession. Well, welcome to our country. There's proof that dirty kandoras exist. <laughs> but I think that it's very poetic to have that, right? Yeah. Like there's a poetic nature to <laughs> yeah, that. It's That's part of cool. the game. I dig it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it was uh, and and my family were like, "What are you actually doing?" Are you? And and multimedia design is this thing where it's uh, yeah. I mean, so I used to tell them, oh, no, no, it's something to do with computers. Mm. So for them, it was, uh, you know, it was. so I, I was just able to tell them that it was something to do with computers and computers is a future. <laughs> so it was, and they're like, okay. It was, okay, okay. <laughs> it was that. Yeah. Uh, but then they would see me drawing and I'd be like, what are you, what What does this have to do with computers? Yeah. Um, and then throughout the year, I honestly, like even me going into design, I didn't know what design was in, in, in a way. I mean, it was, I knew that I was going to make build websites and design websites whatever that meant mm. um but i have to say like, even in high in high school i designed uh, i designed the the yearbook uh, the spread in the yearbook for our class and i enjoyed it and i used to use photoshop oh, then yeah i did that too oh really yeah. oh you did i designed the entire yearbook 11th grade and, oh wow and that came accidental that was very accidental actually because i realized i was about to graduate and i had nothing going for me but being on the sports teams like i played various sports so no extracurricular activities but sports and tons and tons of detentions that have been accumulated over the years <laughs> right so i what had a to, record <laughs> so i had to kind of just you know clean that record very quick as i'm about to graduate like oh let me do something for the school and luckily at the time i had one of my cousins was studying design that was living with us and i had like oh what do you do that and he was showing me like very basic Photoshop on an old Windows computer. Like, okay, cool. And I started picking up. And it's just, I just got like, cause out of interest, I started messing around with Photoshop. Ah. And I ended up not on InDesign, on Photoshop. <laughs> yeah. I designed a 257 page yearbook. Wow. Why didn't Photoshop. you do it on InDesign? Wow. It was like was literally ignorant. the it was a button over. Like, <laughs> it was like, like yeah. one that's, download. That's, down. All, <laughs> that's all my cousin has shown me, so I had no idea what InDesign was. That's some tenacity. Cause yeah. that, no, but that that was the same thing with me. I didn't know what. InDesign was actually there wasn't in that there was Quark Express Quark, Quark yes. Express yes, the one. yes. and um, yeah and the same thing I, I was super ignorant we had arts in school um, mm. and I took I had like I was first in, in the arts we had well we did sculpture and things okay, like that okay that was pretty advanced but, uh, no, yeah, it was, like it was, I never made a sculpture cool. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty cool um so yeah, so the yearbook, and it was fun, but I never thought anything out of it. Um, so when when uh, um, I forgot what I was saying, but you I think you were saying it was, that you designed the designed spread of the yeah, yearbook, yeah, so, which so, led to something. Yeah, so so in, in, in but that was that was kind of my only knowledge of what design was. Mm. Okay. So in in university, I think what what was really interesting is that the first year was this intro year where you would. You would do history. You would do uh, you know drawing and design, uh, design foundations, which is a lot of like looking two D and three D. Okay. You know things like that, building things and looking at space and looking. So all these different things, which I'm teaching now. But that's um, pretty cool. Uh, 
the so so then throughout the years, second year, third year, and fourth year, there were a lot of things that we did. So we did illustrations, but we did uh, illustration classes, but we did a lot of um, other things in, in design, right? Whether it was branding, whether it was building websites, or back then there was Macromedia Director, where we, I think there was Lingo, wow. yeah, really, yeah, yeah. Um, and we used to code on that. Anyway, is that still yeah, around? Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> um, but. Uh, yeah so so and and throughout that and and there is a lot and obviously through through these years these are some technical things but with it comes a lot of design thinking what is a concept that you're trying to develop mm-hmm. trying to have all these different um um uh, uh, brainstorming sessions with your colleagues or even my family and i think that's where my family thought it was pretty interesting because i'll, I'll tell you the, the final year um i developed um, an animation around my family tree Nice. Um, and so I had to gather a lot of information about like you know people in my family and mm. I have a we have a very big family mm. um, so who's related to who who are the new people in the family you know things like that and my family were like they were super super interested in that and they were like oh yeah yeah you should talk to this person you should you know you should talk to your cousin you have a cousin mm. here then, what's uh, your like are that. your family all here yes so what's yeah. your background if you don't mind me like you're uh, are you em- Emirati Emirati yeah. Emirati yeah so you dug deep into the Emirati yeah, yeah, yeah. like tribal roots yeah 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 amazing Sharjah uh, Ras okay so okay. so looked into that Yanni and started talking to family and things like that um, and then I des- uh, so out of that um, there was a lot of historical so I come from Al Qasmi family and so there okay. are a lot of um, so the the so my great grandfather was a ruler of Ras Khaimah and things like that. So what we did was in the animation itself, I brought in the history of Al Qasmi family. Oh, nice. See, that's Fair. gorgeous. That's, that's gorgeous. Um, so do you would you still have this animation? Like, is it somewhere? Probably somewhere. I'd love uh, to see it if you don't mind. Yeah, but yeah. I think you should preserve it as part of almost the history. It's part of your your great grandfather's like. It doesn't but, matter. Yeah. But the beauty of it, it could update. Like you can you no, should take course, that and then like course. build on yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I think you should you assign someone to update. Yeah. Well, actually, for that specific animation, I uh, submitted to Abda' Awards. Ah, okay. wow. And we got into yeah, I got into the Abda' Award back then. Way back when, yeah. yeah and um, so, uh, so that was and and my family enjoyed that project yeah. so much they because felt involved. Of, yeah. And it also marks you. It says you lived. Like yeah. it tells every person in your family you exist. But also, I think the power of design. Definitely. It's something that they're oh, you, that's actually design. Whoa. You okay. know? Yeah. Oh, now they understand what yeah. you do. Okay. You know? <laughs> but I think that was also when I kind of understood what it was. Okay. I, I don't think I, st- and I don't think I understood what it was even way after graduating, to be honest. Um, but I think it takes a while. Yeah. Um, because design is extremely broad, and design is also everything. You know, uh, it's it's a way of life. It's a, it's a, uh, you know, it's it's way beyond just aesthetics. It is. Um, so. Yeah. So that. So then. So then, when we, I think Fikra, going back to Fikra, um, uh, that was. So the 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 idea that this this place became this playground for and a lot of uh, AUS alumni that graduated mm-hmm. ended up coming to Fikra, either no, interning there or working, and so we were doing a lot of different works. Again, we did the Farij uh, one, but we did a lot of branding mm-hmm. works. Um, and eventually, and we did we did uh, something at um, uh, uh, at Sikka Art Fair uh, back then. We had uh, we had a little villa where we ha- we displayed. We did our own project called Ink back then, and we did like T-shirts and stuff like that. Mm. That actually came a little bit later, but um, um, 
yeah, so I, I'm just I'm just going yeah, way back. Yeah. You know what's funny is that sometimes people when they when they're on the show they talk about the memory. And yeah. then they sit in the memory for a second. Yeah, it's like they, you, they live it. They and you just did it. that, and I love that yeah. because it's like I get it. I get that this is a part of a very important journey, yeah. um, as part of your journey and Fikra's journey. Because I think something really, really important that happened back then, um, and and spe- specifically when I mentioned the Sitka Art Fair, because um, uh, we during from two thousand six and and a little bit until two thousand eight, I believe, that was a time when we were just playing um, mm-hmm. and we started we started getting a lot of uh, branding jobs um, and so we did uh, what we what we saw ha- happening in the in the in the market was that a lot of people in terms of branding they would take to design the Arabic they would take the English um, the Latin uh, yeah. characters break it apart form the Arabic which then the Arabic becomes kind of secondary uh, yeah. sec- secondary to the English yes um, and then it's also you feel the forms are not well done it's it's not organic it's not it doesn't feel natural um, so we thought that branding shouldn't that and we designed identities Arabic and English that are that are that are they work well together they're mm-hmm. they're cohesive they uh, they complement one another and not uh, one uh, that is secondary to the other um, but at the same time we had we were doing a lot of other things uh, we were doing um, advertising works and things like that and I remember we had a specific client um, cold, but we had a specific client that um, that we're doing uh, um, uh, a lot of uh, anyway a lot of things that we really did not want to do and yeah. that uh, that was not the reason we started Fikra I see um, but I think that's the journey of any business you've got to survive and so yeah. you do things that you don't necessarily want to do or but like to do yeah. but it pays the bill but it's not only that you're also figuring out your identity yeah as a business yeah I think so and, and that was a time when yeah again we I was, you know, we're still. Mm-hmm. I was a fresh graduate, almost, Yanni, and yeah. and, I, and I, you know, was just playing around, and and so we had to, we had to take these these jobs to pay salaries, and we had a bigger team back then. We grew into like six designers, I think that were. So you team. grew very fast. We did. We did grow. Very uh, what fast. do you think was the reason for that success? Um, I think Yanni, we there were not a lot of design studios back then when we started Fikra was the first design studio really? The, yeah in 06 in 06 wow um, that was the first design studio that actually was experimental and that and that had, an, had, a, had an Arabic yeah. first kind exactly. of mentality exactly. as a so we were the first, and we did a lot of uh, um, uh, a lot of work that people responded to. Yeah, um, and um, I think the Arabic aspect of it became very important, and um, uh, and I think also people were fed up paying so much money to the bigger agencies and yeah. so they wanted someone and when we came up we were not uh, you know we were not charging a lot so people were were happy with our has that changed with, uh, yeah. <laughs> has that changed um, are you still no no I still I think we're our prices are still super competitive yeah. but I um, said, yeah, comparatively I think it would have been a lot less than what the big agencies would go for yeah. so what so this is what's interesting is that you've been around for 11 yeah. years now and so you have a decade of experience many businesses don't make it past their fourth year yeah. in this town so in this time what 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 is kind of at the forefront now how has mm. Fikra kind actually, of actually let's let's go back to that time at the <laughs> yeah. so 
the, the time, so the, the time where we were doing a lot of this advertising work was the time when uh, people at the studio were not happy. The designers were not happy. People were working on these projects. Yeah, I mean, every, the, the, everyone was really unhappy. And I, I, would, I remember we would go to the studio and the energy was low. Mm. And so we had a big meeting. We thought, you know, do we want to continue to take on these jobs because they pay salaries? Or should we, should we risk, like, not do that and just do, you know, and just try to be happy and, like, try to <laughs> manage and, and, and get other jobs? Um, and so everyone really wanted to just get rid of those, those um, yeah. sad jobs. The sad, sad jobs. <laughs> yeah. Call them the sad and jobs. And that was problematic because because we, I wasn't. I was thinking, uh, all right, if we do get rid of this, then we have, uh, I think, around six months to pay salaries. After that, I wouldn't be able to mm. afford anyone. So uh, I I spoke to my team and I said, this is what's going to happen um, if we if we decide to you know, not take on any of these these sad jobs, then uh, uh, we only have six months uh, approximately to uh, to make it. I mean, I'm sure that I'll be able to sit, pay salaries for the next six months, but we have to like really get other jobs uh, yeah. for after that. And so they all said, you know what, even if we were not able to, you were not able to pay our salaries even after six months, we still don't want to take the, the we, can, we can stay. That sounds yeah, a lot. Yeah. Um, so I said, okay, خلاص. So we stopped doing a lot of these uh, uh, crazy, sad jobs, and that's when Sika Art Fair happened. Okay. And so everyone at the studio then. Uh, so I said, you know, you have, I think it was a month and a half to to populate the space at the Sika Art Fair. Yeah. And so we started. We're like, let's just go crazy. And what do you guys want to do? You know. And everyone's like, yeah, we want to make T-shirts. We want to make furniture. We want to make you know all these notebooks and whatever. And so I'm like, yeah, let's make. And uh, we all got together and we started making things. And then at Sika Art Fair, we had you know furniture, we had T-shirts, polo shirts, we had you know things like that. And it wasn't yeah, I mean, it was just a. I think that was the time where uh, that was more of a gesture that we have, um, we have we have stopped doing a lot of the sad work and now we're yeah. kind of like yeah. playing, really yeah. playing. And maybe maybe it was a little weird because we weren't really thinking so much about the products in terms of why do we want to make these type of products. Mm. But I think it was more of uh, making everyday products um, and and they became kind of the canvas for the designers to kind of utilize and to make their their work whether mm. it was typography based or illustration based and things like that and that that Sika affair was crazy amazing um, we sold out um, nice. out of everything and we we ended up like we ended up manufacturing the actual t-shirts so tailoring them specifically, oh, wow. okay. like in that one month and a half and printing and and all of that um, well, we didn't sell out completely at the uh, at, at the art at Sika itself, mm. but yeah, a little bit after that, and then there was a bunch uh, also of items that went out also for for other occasions. But anyway, um, so that was a really nice. I think at, that lifted up the, the energy spirit, of, so. yeah, the spirit of everyone, yeah. and and then after that, um, we started. It was alhamdulillah, and we mm. we got a lot of work. Of course you uh, yeah. did, because the energy the, of yeah, the space, and this is something that we talk about modern company culture a lot. Mm. OT and I have these, like, really, probably if you listen to our discussions, you'd be pretty bored. But the reality <laughs> is that, like, we talk a lot about um, 
I believe that's what brings business, and I believe it brings business to people when when you have this energy of happiness and wellness mm. and yeah. healthiness. And healthy creatives yeah. are generally people who are doing mostly work they love. Yeah. Yes. They'll suffer, yeah, yeah, and yeah. they like to suffer a bit. <laughs> but that's they like that's the thing because when, when I think when you're feeling creatively fulfilled and you're happy and you're doing a job you're actually genuinely interested in, you can sit there twenty hours without sleep. But you're enjoying what you're doing. You're gonna complain like, "Oh, I need to go to bed and I'm tired or whatnot." But then once it's done, that sense of fulfillment that you did yeah. something you actually enjoyed, as opposed to, you know, a horrible client, the people you didn't want to work with, and it's just mm -hmm. a sad and negative environment yeah. that you're in. It's a huge difference. Yeah, and I think that there, it's no. Uh, it maybe maybe Sika was a rebirth for you guys. Yeah. yeah. You know, and you know the saying like, "When there's birth, there is gifts that comes yeah, with yeah. it." Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. It's, it is it is that. So after that. It seems like you guys, you do you drive the vision of the company, or is it very much like you turn to your team and it's it's a it's a collective yeah. uh, thing. Mm -hmm. So um, maybe I have some ideas, but I always run it by the team. Um, but also right now, my wife is a partner at the mm -hmm. studio. Um, but uh, so so I, I think after around two thousand eight, that was actually even before two thousand eight. I don't remember the years exactly. Mm -hmm. no, it's just a little yeah. blur. But that that was also when we designed the Tashkid logo. Oh wow! Um, oh, nice. So the first. So you just, I love the logo. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so the, the the first one we designed and it was uh, it was a success. Everyone loved it, and that kind of became the um, the kind of uh, the 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 icon of Fikra's work. In okay. Tashkid's uh, logo. Yeah, because. Yeah. Because the the one thing that that did is that it symbolized the philosophy of fikra, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the idea of having an equivalent English and Arabic representation. Yeah. Uh, because the, the the logo of Tashkil actually the Arabic and the English are uh, uh, are uh, on top on of top one of another. Other, yeah. And it's read. You can read the Arabic and, and the English simultaneously. Yeah. And if you're not able to read the Arabic, that's fine. You can clearly see the English. And if you're not able to read the English, you can clear, clearly see the Arabic. Yeah. Um, so it was successful in that sense. Um, and then 2000, and then that was, the recession happened after that. Mm. Um, and I thought that was a really good time for me to explore. Because I, I, I really wanted to get uh, an MFA in graphic design okay. um, and there is one school that I really wanted to go to uh, which is the Rodan School of Design um, RISD um, and so so I thought you know let, let me see it's a recession and you know it's, <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's <laughs> time's well, enough, so <laughs> you know, I'm not? gonna go study <laughs> yeah. um, so I applied and that's the only school I applied to um, did you have to close FICRA for a bit while no, you were I didn't. gone I didn't um, the team was there and the team was running it. Uh, we didn't cool. take on a lot of new projects. We mm -hmm. had some contracts that we were uh, what, that we were on, and and yeah, and we continued yeah. um, that path, and that's fine. Um, uh, some of the designers uh, at Fikra left because they, you know, they they found other opportunities and things like that. So the team became a lot smaller. Uh, um, so you never really replaced during the recession. No, no, we never did. Uh, in terms of designers, I mean. In terms or, of designers, yeah. no, yes. no, we didn't. Uh, we didn't. Also, we didn't have to fire anyone or let go of anyone. Oh, that's good. Um, so, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah it, yeah. it happened <laughs> kind of in a way. That's where, wonderful. Yeah. Um, so some of them got you know better offers and things like that. So they left, and then we managed to stay smaller. We had a few. Yeah, we had people who were running the the business, mm. so that, that was fine. 
when I was at RISD, I, I tried to, as much as possible, not to interfere with what Fikra was doing. And we also, one thing that we did is that we didn't take on any new jobs. Okay. We had one job, actually, that we did take, but that was the only thing. Um, and uh, that was Themania, the fashion brand. I don't know if you've mm. yeah. So yeah. that was the, the only one that we took when I was at RISD. Um, towards the end of the, like, I was just graduating. Um, so the two years that I was at RISD was actually um, a life changer for me. It, it was it was incredible, um, extremely tiring, exhausting, um, but it was completely out of my comfort zone. Um, you know, it was uh, it was just a, an unbelievable experience. Um, so I went there. Um, it was I had an amazing time, um, and I and I had so it was a two year two-year program, two or three-year programs I got into the two-year program. So I got an MFA in graphic design specifically and, and um, we had to do a thesis. So my thesis was called Arabish. Uh, Arabish being the Arabic and the English, but also the kind of Arabic. But, yeah. You know, and uh, I looked at, I thought, you know, using graphic design as a research... Uh, kind methodology. Of methodology, mm. but also a way of communicating. Yeah. Um, uh, to look and and using it as a lens to to really look at my culture. Yeah. Um, and I think it was it was it was a crazy time because I you know when I went uh, I was outside of the UAE so I was kind of looking at my culture as an outsider but at the same time I was kind of looking at myself. Uh, How were you outside. able to to disconnect like that? I mean, other than physically, but I mean. Mentally. I wasn't. I wasn't able to disconnect yeah. in that way. Okay. Yeah. Not not completely. Yeah. Not completely. But but you were. Able, but when you're when you're outside within uh, amongst another culture, mm. you kind of compare one okay. culture to another. You do. Um, so you start looking at. Oh, we do it this way, and now mm. I realize like a lot of the times. Because you were there, uh, I was in, and I was like in Providence. Yeah. yeah, but also at the same time, like no one knew anything about here. Mm. Oh yeah, at yeah. All. <laughs> like oh, yeah. literally, they have no, they have no idea, idea where you yeah. come from. So, yeah. so I, so it was a lot of it was trying to educate. Yeah, mm-hmm. and by educating, you need to go back to like yeah, you need to go back actually to the very mm-hmm. basics. Yeah, where that was the time where I was like looking at my culture from an outsider mm-hmm. yeah. and really like, like. Questioning the very basic uh, actions, things. practices, exactly. everything. Yeah. So through graphic design, what I did was looked into three main elements of the culture, uh, but not just about the culture, but the mainstream culture and and what's happened to it and and things like that. So so I looked at the urban landscape and mm-hmm. how the urban landscape changed, which is so very poignant small. for Dubai. Big, it's right. such a exactly. it's such a there's so much rich. A you lot. could do an entire thesis Absolutely. just specifically on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So the, the the three so urban landscape dress and yeah. language, mm. ah. um, so the three things and looking at a lot of these uh, these actually three uh, three main categories uh, through the lens of graphic design and um, and it was uh, it was amazing uh, and 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 I think what so before when I was going there my I think proposal was looking at Arabic typography but it ended up just being looking at my culture which is so much more. I, I think it was necessary for you because that gave absolutely. you a safe space to have that kind of internal questioning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know, how else would you have 
been able to take there's no vessel yeah. other than this one absolutely you know? and i think the way that I, the reason the way that it progressed into just looking at the culture is i started questioning my own work as a graphic designer mm. why do i have to always put arabic and english together why is arabic always on top of the english in terms of uh, yeah. in terms of visual hierarchy but they always have to look cohesive why do uh, they have to be cohesive uh yeah no so uh, i mean that's that's a, a deeper question that's a, yeah it's a very like you know, yeah no i think i think because because of trying to maybe maybe I, i mean i don't know but i think it's it's, it's you know uh, thinking about the uh visually you're always trying to make them uh not become or not one better than the other mm, okay. uh, and and equal but also as yani i'll say as an imarati um i grew up you know I, my mom was bedouin so i grew up you know with with a kind of bedouin lifestyle but i went to an, uh, an american school mm. uh, you know i i studied design um uh, uh yani so so i have this i watch american tv shows TV, yeah. you know you're um, like the nouveau bedouin do you know what i mean <laughs> so it was neo bedouin neo bedouin <laughs> and and you know this is not uh, yani i'm not unique to uh, like all the marathis not at all. same thing and probably not even in marathis like i think you yeah, yeah too, we, we this this is this is the this is the tension and the power docs and the comfort that we tackle on the show. Exactly. Yeah. This is what uh, we tackle. Forget the show in our lives. Yeah, we just yeah, give yeah. it an opportunity. This is a space for us to safely tackle the issues. Yeah. Yeah. But the question like we are Bedouin. Yeah. This is part of what I'm embracing yeah. now yeah. in my life in my space. Um but I think you had an opportunity to tackle that from a very academic perspective mm. and the lens is a safe lens because you happen to be away from yeah. it. Yeah. And um so how did it all go? Like how did how did it how was it received when I think I'll just tell you I think towards the uh, yeah, anyway, obviously through the the entire two years well the first year at RISD you're kind of doing it's the initial kind of thinking the second year is where you go into the thesis yeah um and it was extremely exhausting but it's extremely um i don't know i i, I can't find the word for it but the feeling that it's it's a very weird personal kind of uh it's a moment of finding who you are really was it um, cathartic it was crazy it was it was because in terms of, okay in terms of work i'm i'm pulling all nighters you know mm. uh, like at least three all nighters a week yeah this is uh, the thing is like you f- you forget about that l- that life yeah. where it's like lack of sleep you're probably food deprived because yeah, you're just yeah. working you're like you're, I, you're, I you're usually starving i wasn't that yeah. i was actually i, I was or you're I was, eating I was to pacify your feelings yeah and then i think it's also you know the the smells the sounds everything is different so you're yeah. adjusting to But this also culture you're, clash you're by yourself in a way yeah. yeah so so that was a lot of any t- the time it was uh, a lot of it was reflection yeah you know um did you feel homesick while going through all of this stuff i was a little bit um no not a little bit i was homesick at, at a lot of the times and but a lot of the times i was really enjoying it really mm. really enjoying it like and i remember specifically like recording myself doing something i'll be like you know i have to rem- i have, I have to, to remember really this, live this yeah. moment because like this is super important to me um and the, the collection of books that i <laughs> that i have uh, is actually amazing because the the things that i started reading was completely something that i would never thought i would ever read yeah. any um um 
so 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 anyway so it was it was the time was extremely uh <laughs> crazy uh, and and personal and uh, time of reflection and and a time of uh really understanding who you are and um things like that and and i think towards towards the end of my thesis i had to present at the end i had to um have a book and i had to present my thesis and i remember at the very very end uh after presenting you know yeah q and a's and things like that and i walked out and and this uh this lady comes and she says you know I was I really didn't know anything about your culture and and I you know there was a lot of a lot of uh ideas and stereotypes mm. that I had and I just feel like I'm so much more I'm so much closer to you nice. I understand you so much more now. Yeah. Yeah. And that at that moment I remember saying huh I think I've done something good. Yeah. Uh, I bridge a culture yeah. in a way. Um and through a lot of different exercises I started doing uh, so so one of the assignments that that I did was um I built a sculpture um uh, that that in Arabic says muslim okay and it's, it's a little big yani uh, and I remember taking it you know out in the streets and saying and just stopping random people in the street and be like do you know what this is just ask me what do you think it is and you know the scene had like waves in it and i was in rhode island so it was the, the, the ocean state the ocean, or something yeah. like that. so <laughs> so i remember they were like oh it's just something to do with the, you know the the waves of the i'm like no this actually says muslim and you'd see the expressions <laughs> on the faces yeah. you know uh, and i remember i like, is this some kind of propaganda on like cnn or something you know <laughs> but um uh but then you know i would say do you know what muslim is actually do you know do you know that if you look up the word muslim in an arabic dictionary you can't find it you have to revert it back to a sor- back to its source mm. uh, salama you know which yeah. stands for submission peace surrender blah, 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 mm. all these different things and they're like wow you know and they started asking questions yeah which is why i wanted to have that because it becomes this um this uh portal, uh, portal. Mm. but also it was a way for me to see this was this muslim literally sculpture literally is literally <laughs> uh, uh, yeah literally but but it was also a metaphor of who i am yeah, yeah. this muslim thing this alien yeah in this and familiar yeah. environment yeah um so i wanted to ask people and see what their reactions were um and and it became it became you know the, the conversations that we had with people just you know just asking what about islam but not just about islam but just also about who we are as muslims who i am as an emirati about my culture yeah people were fascinated someone was like and you know some and i and i remember going to someone and he's I'm like do you know what this is he's like, yes muslim and i'm like wow that's you read arabic because <laughs> like yeah yeah you know I, I actually studied something in islamic i don't know i'm like wow that's amazing sweet yeah and then we just have another conversation and um but i remember uh specifically in this project um So this this became also a series of uh, photograph uh, series and oh, okay. uh, posters and I started placing them in within Providence and and photographing them and printing them uh, really large but that became a metaphor of who I am this this alien in a in a familiar space for them but mm-hmm. also for me it's this familiar thing in a in a kind of in a kind of foreign environment yeah, yeah. Um, but I remember walking as I was walking back home. Um, Uh, this uh, and I walked through this this area called Kennedy Plaza and there is a lot of um, there are a lot of people there a lot of uh, drunk people mm. um, and so so as I walked this huge huge guy comes he's like yo 
Like, all right, trouble. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, what are you carrying there? I'm like, yeah, you know, just art project, you know. It's not a project. He's like, you know, what does it say? It says something. So I said, um, it says Muslim. He's like, salamu alaikum, brother. Yeah, you know? okay. like, wow, alhamdulillah. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that, that'd be, that's a weird moment because it was you. me. Yeah. I yeah. was judging someone. I, was, I had a stare, like I was stereotyping. And it was, it was yeah, yeah. And I remember thinking, wow, mm. you know, at that moment. Um, so it's definitely been a, a bridge both ways, I yeah, think. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so I loved it. Yeah, yeah, it was an amazing experience. So when I came back here in 2011, um, Fikra completely changed. Its DNA had changed or its feeling had changed? No, no, not Fikra as a studio, but the the idea of Fikra for me. Yeah. Um, I like how it's the idea of of Fikra. Fikra, (laughs) Fikra means idea in Arabic. So the idea of the idea had changed. The idea of the idea. Um, So so we decided uh, back then, 2011, to really restructure what Fikra is and Mm. to, I think... The, the my Arabish my book w- became the kind of uh, culture book for Fikra. Um, the and, other one you did in school. The the one that I did yeah. in school, yeah. And and uh, I think uh, um, also one thing that happened with that with my thesis that continued and it's still continuing until today, uh, a few years after that, um, is that uh, I still get invited to present my work. Um, and I was mm. in New York and I was invited to a company to present the thesis. Because it became a window into the UAE, and they were actually yeah. trying to get business to work yeah. here. Uh, they actually had work here. They mm. just wanted to understand their clients a little bit more, who were Emirati, and so they invited me to speak about the thesis. Nice. And it was and it was amazing because I didn't know that that was possible. My thesis that would <laughs> something that it would like do. it would have well, legs to that extent. Yeah. But it seems so funny that you wouldn't. The moment you started to tell me about your thesis, I. I, I imagined that that's what it would do, mm. but I I think it's funny because you were in it, so you didn't see the yeah, legs. Yeah, but or you the... never actually you don't know what the end product of your thesis is. Of course. No. So you're actually to, working towards something, and I I kid you not that I did not understand my thesis until the day I actually presented. When I presented, I it kind of whoa because it's from this you. Is what it's about. Yeah, yeah, it's from you. It's and it was a time you. where you you then started. You know, uh, you're 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 uh, categorizing the ideas. You started, you know, you're organizing. You're yeah. the, you're putting, you're making sense out of all the work that you've done over the past two years, and you're putting them together. And that's when this becomes this thing. Yeah. I'm in love with this idea of the idea. I'm in love with this. It's yeah. So we so have this thing currently yeah. at Fikra called the Fikar Fikra, which is the ideas, the ideas of the, the ideas of the idea. Of the idea. Yeah. And then, um, so uh, let me go back actually to 2011. So when we restructured Fikra, what we wanted to do is to continue investigating culture. And mm. when you say we, who's we? Is it so right now, it's me and my team and my wife, okay. uh, who's a partner. Uh, so I, uh, my wife uh, used to work at the Sharjah Foundation. And uh, she joined, uh, uh, you know, after that, uh, uh, she joined Fikra um, uh, as, a, as a, an art director, um, a creative director, actually. And then um, she joined as a partner uh, uh, a few years later, actually a year later. Um, <clears throat> so currently my wife is also a principal at Fikra and we handle uh, different projects. Mm. Um, but when we all come together, uh, so going back to uh, the restructure of that uh, of Fikra so we we decided to 
focus on education so much so that's when we started afkar fikra nice. afkar okay. fikra becomes uh, the the brain of fikra where it uh, where we start initiating uh, projects related to culture mm. nice. um, and uh, and it was at the very beginning i didn't know you know i i think i was just saying it was just again this other thing where you know it becomes this uh, 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 playground for for us to kind of look at culture through just like things that are not necessarily commissioned by clients like they're not identities yeah. things like that but like just general stuff not to say that works that the things that some of the works that we did with clients are considered afkar fikra in a way but you know when it becomes something super uh, expected when not I shouldn't say this because a lot of the times identities are not expected but sometimes it's you know that you have a specific you boundary know, thing to work within p- boundary like to work clear within brief, yeah. Yeah. yeah that so doesn't work within Afghan in versus going yeah. to kind of just hunt and figure it out yeah. for your own yeah. well I think it's a commitment one of the things that I'm getting is that it's a commitment to the creative process Definitely. so you kind of start not knowing where this yeah. playground is going to take yeah. you exactly. and you're willing to with your team not knowing somehow what the outcome get there. is at exactly. all. Yeah. Yeah. what the form of it is yeah. and so and it I, allows for free Yeah. That free play is where I think people we we need that practice in yeah. our businesses, yeah. and I think brilliant businesses have that, yeah. um, or, or at least the businesses that I want to model have yeah. that in it. Uh, so, part of the but what makes you what makes you so brave? Because not many people well, do thank that. You, but no, it is brave to tell your team we're going this way. Play, yalla, play, mm. see what happens. You know, I I don't think that. Um, I don't think that I'm the brave one, honestly. I think that it's my team. Yeah. Um, I think everyone around me are the ones that... Yani, I was like, what if we do this? <laughs> like, yalla, let's do it. Yeah. You know? And that's 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 a, that's the energy that I'd like to have in, yeah. in a studio. But that's... Everyone that we're working with is like that. Yeah. Um, and, and we're always... And I always really depend on them. Yani, what I have, I honestly... I don't think I don't think I should give myself any credit to be honest because I think it's really my team and the people I work with are the ones that are really pushing me yeah. to do the things that I am doing and and I feel like maybe the leadership skills that I have is to try to um, um, try to find ways to kind of uh, uh, maybe uh, um, uh, pull out things from or ideas from their bra- brains and try to make things happen I don't know if I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm yeah no it makes sense like you're, you, yeah. what you do is you help sift through the ideas yeah. Yeah. so exactly. you give them free reign yeah. but you and also maybe test clarify. ideas like I do say things like I have my own ideas about things but you know but but when we sit together when we brainstorm about these yeah. ideas when we try to yeah, we do it collectively and, and it's, it's the collective efforts of the team that makes these things happen Um, and I think one of the, yeah, yeah, I think uh, uh, my wife, honestly, yeah, Maryam, she's she's a principal of Fikra. She, I think she's an instrumental um, uh, uh, figure, designer in the team and thinker because she, the way that I think the way that she presents the ideas, the way that the ideas that she has, and um, I think we also complement one another. From mm-hmm. I have like all these crazy ideas. She's she's she she has crazy ideas, but she's also a realist in a way. I, I have she's to, pragmatic. You know, she's pragmatic. She's, she's very pragmatic. Yeah. Um, and you need that in your life, or else there is no man. business. There, otherwise, it's just a playground. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, 
so uh, so yeah so we're we're really focusing on afkar uh, fikra and and even with our commercial projects that with the professional work that we've been doing with our clients yeah. uh, uh, these projects are also uh, uh, yani, alhamdulillah after after 11 years now people know uh, the clients that come to us know specifically uh, that you're you the guys to do the job the they bilingual, want yeah. Yeah. bilingual and, and, and we no longer actually only design yeah, we have a lot of people that come to us uh, for consulting uh, mm-hmm. about culture for instance yeah. Yeah. Um, and actually a lot of uh, uh, international companies are the ones that we do it for culture your website lends itself to that by yeah. the way like I mm-hmm. think that I've noticed even the design of your site lends yeah. itself to this um, designing culture yeah. and designing yeah. and yeah. I get that and I, I I see yeah. its depth and I think it's very necessary Necessary. Yeah, and and every you know, and all the people we work with have that kind of philosophy. Uh, you know, Ilal Amam, where they have the exact same philosophy. TZ Architects, uh, mm-hmm. our partners, also they have that kind of philosophy of having of the culture being extremely yeah. important, yeah. something well, that's extremely relevant, and working with. Arabic and English simultaneously, yeah. Um, and even on our website, even sometimes we do it in a very subtle manner. But this is this is how we work, and mm-hmm. all the people that we work with have that kind of idea, uh, and we work with them in that way. And that's why the team I'm saying that is extremely yeah. important. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, <coughs> well, I want to know, was was the the cafeteria book a part of yeah. that? Yeah, that's, that's something I'm incredibly fascinated about. By the Explain the book. Like, yeah. I, I haven't seen it yet. He told me about it maybe 10 minutes before you walked in. Yeah, I was like, so it was one of those what, what is it? What it was? So we were uh, we were asked to curate the uh, um, the uh, UAE pavilion at Abwab Dubai Design Week. Okay. Mm. Um, so we sent a proposal, and it was um, it was to um, to look at the. So the, the the overall theme of the of Abwab this year was uh, or last year mm. was um, something I, I don't remember the exact uh, <laughs> word of it but something around um, um, designing for the human senses or something like that. So we thought, you know, uh, Miriam and I, uh, my wife, who co-curated this uh, with me, um, we thought about, you know, what are some of the things that we take for granted or things that really activate. The senses, and mm-hmm. so we thought, you know, what you know, cafeterias. Yeah. I mean, cafeterias in the UAE are, are places of like the smell, the the food, the experience, yeah, the yeah. Of thing. It's, a full yeah, package. it's crazy, and so we thought, you know, the the cafeteria has specific aesthetics, yeah. like, you know, like the, <laughs> the cafeteria aesthetics. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's Kitchen. Everything it's, from like the way the crazy. foods are arranged. It's from so beautiful. Like it's so set. ugly yeah. that it's beautiful. Yes. Yeah. Like it's, it's unbelievable. It's its own art It's piece. theater. <laughs> the yeah. whole thing is theater. Absolutely. The yeah, 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 yeah. It's incredible. And so this is something that we really wanted to look at uh, from from kind of a, a lens that would really look at like why, why, mm. why, why are the graphics, the aesthetics of the cafeteria are in like they're done that way. Um, so we proposed to to look into the cafeteria, and we proposed to maybe recreate the cafeteria experience by investigating why the cafeteria was done in that way. So um, we ended up. Uh, so we we the, the way that we curated it is we wanted to have a, a, the exp- uh, to recreate the cafeteria experience by having designers design for it. So the space was designed by Tarq Zaharna. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the branding uh, of the space was designed by Ricardo Hernandez. 
who's a Puerto Rican designer based in New York and here. And he, um, uh, he came to the UAE a few, like five years ago, something like that. And he was absolutely fascinated by the idea of a cafeteria. Because I remember, you know, we're like, oh, do you want to go have some karak? He's like, what is that? I'm like, just let me know. <laughs> You're you like, come with me. That's what we do. Come with me. And so we go, you know, we drive. We drive to the cafeteria, Lord beep, beep, oh, and then like, just do the two signs. Yeah. Oh, it's like, sign. how's your stomach? And that's yeah. how he'll rate where he will yeah. take them for karaoke. Oh, amazing. This is my regular invitation, bro. Like, he's like, we had was a Lord Finesse a while back. So he's like old school hip hop head from New York. Right. And uh, they're talking about wings. I was like, you know, listen, you don't want to go for wings. <laughs> you I was like, can, can you handle street food? Yeah. Can, can you survive? I was like, let me show you. Yalla. Just come with me. Yeah. We'll take you to a different experience. And then he looked at me with hesitation. I'm like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you, you wanna, come, come with us. You want to try this? Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, but Absolutely. wait. So this is, uh, sorry, what was his name? The Ricardo. 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 Hernandez. So Ricardo was working with you already? So or? we're working together. Um, uh, and uh, Ricardo also has his own practice in New York. Okay. Um, and uh, called Rockers. And, and so, we, so, so he was fascinated by the cafeteria experience. And I remember, you know, just walk, going to the cafeteria and just doing like, you know, the, the, the symbol deuce. of the Give two. me the deuce, yeah. yeah the deuce. And then they bring two characters. like, whoa, sign language. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and uh, and so he, so when I asked him to to, and then he, uh, like honestly, he's practically Marathi now, to be honest, because like he just he's just like he's he, he knows the culture probably it. more than I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he, he's he's just he's he goes to the Milas and like he's hanging oh, out wow. with guys. And, does yeah, he yeah. does he live here now or uh, between New York and here? I'd love to meet him. Yeah, yeah, no, he's fascinating. He's incredible. Um, and so, so uh, Ricardo designed, and Ricardo's background, he, he did interior design, and then he did his master's in graphic design. Um, so he was, you know, he understands spaces and identities and things like that. And, and also, it was, it was, it was good because um, I wanted to, the, the way that we wanted to choose the people who would collaborate with us are people who understand the culture so mm. much but also people who maybe uh, once did not know anything about the culture so like Ricardo he knew nothing about it he he, and then he, he became familiar to it he, and now he's practically kind of you yeah, know he kind of took a deep dive anyway. too yeah. right exactly um, so how does that what does that mean and yeah. how do they design for something like that yeah. how are they going to look at the aesthetics of the cafeteria we have we grew up with the cafeteria so we're us, used so to we're, that aesthetic we're, we're, we're taking it, it yeah. for granted in yeah. a way um, so, so Ricardo designed Tarek Zalna is an incredible, incredible architect, um, uh, and uh, he has a firm called TZ Architects. And he's, he's, you know, his philosophy. He's our partner as well, and, mm. and uh, his philosophy is is like ours. And he also really wanted to look at like, what does it mean to have, what does that space mean? Yeah. What you know, what does it mean? Um, and and so these the two people, and then there's. Um, Ali Sabah, who's an incredible uh, person as well, and, and researcher, and, and an architect, and a designer, and, and you know a lot of mm-hmm. different things, a curator, uh, who's uh, who actually went to school with me um, at AUS, and uh, she worked at Sharjah Foundation for a while. She's currently based in New York. She she got uh, so anyway. So she was she was a great person to to kind of collaborate with. She wrote for the for the publication mm. um, and then there was Ahmed al anizi who was uh, who also conducted several interviews and then there was uh, Salman Mansouri who's an interaction designer uh, who also collaborated with us and so we thought that this entire space and the way that we wanted to design the space is that we wanted to design it collaboratively yeah um, and um, and what we did was we um, we ended up uh, 
uh, designing the identity mm-hmm. that then became part of the space. Um, and that was a collaboration between Tarak and Ricardo. Salman Mansouri designed uh, some uh, th- three-dimensional kind of hol- holograms uh, in, oh, wow. in the space. Um, and uh, Ali Sabir conducted interviews, and I'll tell you a little bit about it now. Um, so what we what we did was, uh, what Ricardo did actually at, at the very beginning is, is look at... Um, a lot of aspects of the cafeteria, the identities of the cafeteria, looking at also the way that the cafeteria, like what does it look like in terms of signage, in terms of colors, in terms of typography and things like that. And there are a lot of things that we found out, like the fonts are most of the time default fonts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the colors are RGB, like yeah. red, green, blue, yeah. because like and the neon lights and things like that. And uh, when we're designing the space, the space is extremely... Um, uh, you know, uh, very default. Like mm-hmm. you would find, like the, the, the it's lowest common denominator. Like yeah. that's what when I walk into like a cafeteria, yeah. I'm like, you know, the designer just went right for write right. it, print that's it, it. Exactly. do that's it, it. The most exactly. like gunning it. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, and I love that. Yeah, I think a part of it was that it wasn't necessarily designed by designers. It was no, for function. It was purely for function, yeah. and usually it was the printer who, like, or the yeah, sign maker. So this, yeah. this is what we wanted to find yeah. out: like, who are those people? Who are like, you? are there? <laughs> yeah. And, so, and why and so, you make so, yeah. it like this? So what was exactly. it? So Alia, Alia ended up like interviewing yeah. designers who design the cafeteria aesthetics. I'm in love with And this. there are I'm people like there. So she she conducted several interviews, and we put two of them in the book. And we just decided that in the book we're not going to edit anything at all. We left the interviews the way they are in the slang that they are. Uh, that's in, right. In okay. the way, because the feel of it, like that's the way they speak and things like that. So she actually conducted two different interviews, and in, in the in the in the book you you'll see that. And and um, there's a you know a designer will be like, yeah, I'm a professional designer. We're talking about like I know you know I know how to use Photoshop. <laughs> uh, you know I've been doing this for eight years or seven years. I can't remember. Um, and so um, it's really interesting because uh, again these different. Uh, these different things um, and uh, and uh, San Mansouri wanted to look at uh, what he did was he scanned foods from the cafeteria and then represented them in this 3D form yeah. so also in a way trying to think about like what does it mean when the cafeteria is constantly participating in this kind of uh, conversation of trying to make everything trendy so like you'd go to a cafeteria and now you'd find like kale something yeah you know what i mean like like yeah. why but like at the from? same time like it's because they want to always hashtag be kale man right That's why. like they always want to be trendy and well they, they always, always like, want to appeal the one thing about the cafeteria is it says we've got something for you right and yeah. you is a very broad exactly, term. exactly. you is everybody and they, nev- <laughs> and they never disappoint no, yeah. they, you, never there disappoint. is something for me you're always. right and like <laughs> you don't like hot sauce but they got i got you right yeah and i got the dakus on on ready and i bet you like if if you go to the cafeteria and be like, do you have bere bere? And I'm like, of course we have bere bere. What are you talking <laughs> yeah. about? You know? as, though, as though you should know they have it. <laughs> right. Everything is there. And so we, uh, uh, so Sam Mansouri did that. So he was thinking like, what happens if, if the cafeterias start to participate in the conversation of Dubai being, or the UAE becoming this innovative country, innovative city? So would they actually give you... And right now, even some cafeterias, yes. you'd go, they'd give you, like, iPads, you know? Like, like Yo, come on. Like, yeah. Are you... Like, they're super advanced. They, they are, are They are flexible, and they are moving with the <laughs> so modern was, age. So he was thinking, you know, what if, like, they start, you know, giving you, like, 
holograms to choose yeah. like your your sandwiches from and um, one of the things that we realized is like the naming of these things that they have is like, incredible like they have you know the the pantone juice like really yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah, pantone yeah. juice yes. like yeah, yeah. how did yeah. you know oh, yeah. there was like yeah, <laughs> i didn't even know there was a pantone uh, and obviously there's a hassoon matar there's a and That's and uh, right. Like, I think uh, you and I can sit and talk uh, about those for days. There's a whole juice like, conversation yo, that I think we should miss out on. Right no, now. everything from the Abud to <laughs> the oh Arab, it's amazing. All, all of them. them. Yeah. Oh so the, like this is, but this is what I find fascinating is that you somehow picked this part of Emirati culture that from it is Emirati. Absolutely, yeah. it's absolutely Emirati absolutely. because I've lived in other parts of the Arab yeah. world and we you don't have an Abud. We don't have they name the juices after. And the Khalij is very different than specifically the cafeteria in the UAE in, the UAE. Yeah, in general yeah. they're very similar but the UAE one has a very kind of unique approach as well completely and right. I find that it when when OT told me about it it completely made sense yeah. it made sense that you did this unusual deep yeah. dive into yeah. the design and also the practice yeah. and the engagement yeah. and its conversation yeah. in the in, in the city and I think what was what was also a, amazing is the realization that it was all based on this thing this theory called default systems design a default systems design is actually coined by uh, a, a designer his name is Rob Giampietro uh, Giampietro who's, who's uh, based in New York and he in an interview in Emigre magazine in 2003 he mentioned that and it's actually talking about how trends in design mm. are based on the default settings in computer softwares and design softwares I can uh, I can, so I like, can vibe with that right? that resonates so like if you like like because gradients are so easily like you yeah. can just click and drag and you make a gradient that's, a, yeah. that's why it's overly used mm. because it's so easily you know accessible. accessible the fonts default you know the default system fonts that you have the the the, 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 the aerials, aerials yeah. the, the you know uh, uh, um, uh, the verdana the you know all the times <laughs> new roman like these are the the default it's just like when the microsoft word Art was a hit. You're exactly. speaking. You're speaking my language. Clip art should come back. Right. Everybody, come home. Come I home to me. Come home to me. I've, I, I told we're, we have a hot sauce competition tomorrow in my office, and I said you're using Yo, Microsoft Word. You, you should come. To, I, you guys should come. Someone's. I don't think we should be invited. <laughs> this is not. I feel the need to this is not okay. To They've ordered hot sauce from abroad. Wow. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, it's a hot sauce competition. You're wow. welcome to come join. But yeah. I said you make the word. You make the. I, I wanted clip art in my life. <laughs> so I'm like, you make the poster. I'll, I'll share it with you. Amazing. I'm yeah. like, you make the poster in Microsoft Word and you send it to everybody as a screenshot in, yeah. in the email. <laughs> That's what I want. That was my only like thing. I was so, so I was so excited for this. I know, man. Like, it's it just got serious because amazing, uh, yeah. Josh, our graphic designer, oh my God, serendipity! <laughs> Josh, our graphic designer, um, has uh, has a great opportunity in England, and so we said, like, that's something that I really believe about in my team is you have to go pursue the things that you're, even if it means leaving, right. go pursue the things that your heart is like, exactly, yeah. you know, yeah. and you have to be better because you've come through here. Of you course. have to be better. Yeah. So he is going, but nobody, we're still a family, and we're a little bit of a mafia, so nobody leaves without any pain. <laughs> so. <laughs> Tomorrow there's a hot sauce competition that he has to compete oh, in, my God, that's and amazing. this number five hot sauce is not a joke. Oh, like it's not God. a joke. Yeah, wow. um, I I have made them sign waivers. <laughs> they're not allowed to. They're not allowed to. Yeah, I'm like, if one of you die, it's really not my problem. <laughs> and by the way, if you die, it says it. If you die, you're disqualified. <laughs> 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 and, 
and the prize is like the prize is like yeah a thousand dirhams the prize is a thousand dirhams and your name on the wall of fame so everybody we have like a tinder fame wall and everybody's moving down and there's the new wall of fame at the top everybody's moving it down so it's a big wow. serious thing yeah. and wow. I gotta say like what made it what made the whole thing funny was that I said you have to design it in word and suddenly everybody because it's so default yeah. Yeah. everything absolutely everybody could engage it wasn't something that became too complicated mm-hmm. it, it just great and I, I totally get that yeah. I get that def- but then doesn't it stand to reason that if you give more in the default then design will be better in general oh, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, somebody talked to Photoshop or no I, I think there's there's so there's uh, I think the way that we were looking at the cafeteria project the Afaq al-Mustaqbal project is that we were not trying to make a kitsch kind of design or try to be trendy in the mm. way that we were designing it yeah. we were literally following the same the kind of way that they, that they were yeah. designing it and even the so, and also we, the, the other thing we found out is that because of the the need of doing something extremely fast clients the owners of the cafeteria would go to the designer okay can you design me a logo in half an hour oh yeah and they're like yeah sure <laughs> of course <laughs> Easy. of course right like, <laughs> would literally, like, what, like how yeah yeah and it default yeah, yeah there's only one way this goes yeah. <laughs> so we decided that we were going to produce the book the catalog of the exhibition in the same manner ah, that this was designed so I love we, it so we took three days to design the entire book Uh, put it together all the colors that we used are uh, CMYK or the conversion of RGB into CMYK yeah. um, all the fonts are either system fonts or free to download Google mm. fonts okay um, all the you know uh, 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 the, the, the grids the kind of like yeah. the basic kind of grid but I mean we played around with it a little bit Because you're yeah. still designing. You're, still designing. you're <laughs> like, I can't let this go out yeah. like this. I mean, but the it would have been that, interesting to see that the edge, like, that yeah. you yeah. see, like the things that you would see in the menu. Some of the decisions, the design, the design decisions that they've taken are extremely smart, actually. Okay. Like you've got, like for instance, there's a there's a the, uh, the uh, selfie juice, um, and the selfie juice <laughs> had like a <laughs> selfie stick, you and you would see, and you, you would literally see in the selfie stick, like the, in the in the in phone. The phone. Yeah. The, the juices that Reflection? are next to like in perspective <laughs> in perspective <laughs> it got crazy no, it got a little crazy like, that no that, that's like skills extra yeah. like skills yeah, 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 that's not basic anymore <laughs> no 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 definitely who is not. the designer like, bring like, him that, to that's me that's next level right there <laughs> seriously and so uh, and so we thought so so and even the way that we would print it we decided to go with it so we called the, we called up the printer like how long do you need to you know to print this uh, and what is the most default you know paper that you have default you know so a perfect binding default wood free paper mm. you know and, and we just printed it uh, and and to show evidence that it was actually done like three days before was actually a picture in the book of the pavilion uh, during like us build like making ah, the book. so there was actually yeah. evidence in the books to show that actually it was done here, that quick. yeah And so, nice. what was this? Um, was this a play project, or was it for a greater purpose? Was not gr- it is a, it has a greater purpose? I'm yeah. trying to say, was it funded or not funded? It was. It was actually uh, uh, sponsored by Tashkil, and mm. they funded uh, almost the entire thing, uh, uh, and um, and everyone really contributed uh, in a way. Uh, Ilal Amam really contributed to the translation of some mm. of the text, and uh, Tariq Zahana, architect, he contributed in terms of design the space and other things as well. Yeah. Uh, Ricardo, uh, you know. And and uh, there was uh, so Tashkil really paid for the entire the, like the making of the entire thing. So they got the, behind the project, yeah. Yeah. and also it was really nice to work with Tashkil because 
we've we've been like it's a family yeah. Yeah. you know we're there from the Fikra was there from the very from beginning. The beginning and so even when we spoke to them like of course you guys are family like what are you talking about yeah, yeah. you know what I mean yeah. um, and it was it was such a nice collaboration like it was يعني, alhamdulillah everything went so smoothly and also Abwab يعني, they also supported they paid a yeah. little bit of money to, to make this happen and they supported us from the very beginning whatever we needed and things like that um, so I think it was extremely I was so happy for yeah. that to happen but also the project in its in of itself like any other project that we it's it's always for us we don't want to work on some me and Maryam and the team we don't want to work on something that we already know about we yeah. always want to you know like let's see what happens I you think know? that's a like great no but that's a but great like, life yeah, lesson yeah, I think yeah, what we do you guys pull yourself out of the comfort zone all the yeah. time as part of a practice absolutely yeah. and I think that's amazing yeah. that's such a great practice that's to have in your business and in life it's yeah. just a good I think it's a really brave and wonderful way to be. Yeah, and I think, and I think, uh, and so for a project like that, it's it's uh, f- for us. It's not we didn't want it to just stop there because I think there is a lot of things to look at at the cafeteria. For us, during at that in during those the few months that we worked on the cafeteria, we only wanted to look at the aesthetics of the cafeteria. But there are so many other factors that mm. were super interesting and that we found out. Also through the during process the of interviews yeah. and things like that. Ahmed Bernizi actually's contribution in the book was he interviewed people who would go to the cafeteria, people who work in the cafeteria, yeah. people have who have a relationship to the cafeteria, and we also kept it completely unedited. So you'd find things in Arabic, things in English. We did not translate either yeah. one of them. Were, were people receptive to it? Like, I know maybe customers might be a bit more receptive than maybe the employees or... No, everyone was super receptive. And you know what is a funny... Like, one of the nice things that we found that, like, crazy yeah. things, other than the default systems and stuff, but, like, things like... Uh, uh, the people who work at the cafeteria, they would actually guess what you would order based on your race. Oh, no way. Yeah. Wow. So I wonder be what like, they think I so, would want. So they would be like, oh, you know, so the pa- Pakistanis would order that, the Emiratis would order this, mm. the Filipinos would order this, the Hindi Indians would yeah. order this, like that, the, the Syrians would order this, literally. That's like, so they were like, yeah, we know, like, yeah. And like they would say that, yeah, that's amazing. That's yeah. amazing. You know, like we're like, wow, you actually, yeah. you wow. know. And like most of the time, we get it right. You know? <laughs> Just like, so you know, yeah. we're always right. I'm, I'm curious if they got like a betting pool in the back. <laughs> they like, do. You know, they, they do. Know who's ordering what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, based on where you're from, and uh, so anyway. Um, so that was one of the nice things that we we you know, we found out. But uh, so we continued working on that project. Uh, we ended up uh, uh, also doing a workshop uh, with the Sharjah Foundation. Mm-hmm. Uh, we involved students, and and right now we're putting together a website uh, that is going to make all that information accessible for anyone to to really look at and to use and to you know things like that. Um, and uh, uh, and we're constantly I mean, we're constantly trying to question the idea of the cafeteria mm. not just from an aesthetic p- point of view but also from like you know what does it mean to have a cafeteria um, and in the in the book I wrote this essay at the very beginning it's like where the word cafeteria came from um, how did it start and even in the UAE or not just but cafeterias generally are like one of the first thing that that starts within a new development mm. it's that the thing that you know that caters to the the laborers the the thing that caters to the truck drivers to uh, the Marathi uh, the not the Marathi, the people who go to work, the, yeah. yani, uh, the, the people who live in that, um, if it was the Shabi, yeah. yeah. Amazing. It, well, so they, they become centers of the community, yeah. Yeah. especially. But also they're, like, for, for, for the travelers, right? Like, for the longest time, 
you knew you're coming into Dubai from Abu Dhabi when you passed Paragon. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes, it's true. It was it's like true. in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it seemed like, it was yeah. in the middle of nowhere right? before. If, yeah, like back in the day, Paragon was just desert, surrounded by desert, and you stop by for like tea or, or a meal, and you're like, okay, you know, we're almost home. It's going to take us about another 45 minutes till we make it. And now it's surrounded by TCOM. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> now TCOM, like, overwhelms <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, but yeah. like, for the longest time it was this little space but but and this is something that i kind of it, it we we always talk about the dukan and how um mo, you know modern modern aswak or bakalas are uh, now yeah. really taking like the 711 kind yeah, of style yeah, yeah. is yeah. taking it over um i think the cafeterias have held their own yeah. they've really and helped for the yeah. yeah i think we should do the camp project yeah i think that. we should we should yeah. but like, with, with the people in the room it's a, it's a, it's a, it's our next collaboration. Project. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, getting the next collaboration on board. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no. Because, because <laughs> I think they, it's had, amazing. they had amazing run. It's like when I was looking through it, I remember everything from Fawar that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Um, can you still purchase the book? Like yeah. where, yeah. where can yeah. you purchase we it? We were, uh, so we have them at Fikra. Okay. So uh, we'll there's also, I mean, right now it's also being sold on Drawdown Books in mm. Connecticut. In, uh, uh, and I believe uh, Printed Matter in New York as well. Okay, great. Um, so these are two places. And the Arab Islamic uh, yeah, mm. Center in, in New York. I have that Fikra as well. So okay, great. Yeah, yeah Fikra is these are annoying. Yeah, yeah. So yeah I'd like to get a copy yeah. because yeah. Yeah. Miriam, Miriam dropped off a copy. Oh, really? Day. Great. We'll I'll, I'll share it with the team. But I think yeah. we should, you know, we definitely should. because no, there's definitely. there's a lot of history to it. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of um, certain rituals. Yeah. About it that people people understand. Like even when you say the when you're talking about the aesthetics, they all look the same, but then the signs are different. Like it was, for example, hot burger had the little mouse with the burger, right? But the, yeah, but and, the hot burger and, has dopey from Snow White. Yeah, <laughs> like that's how exactly crazy it. is that? Yeah, yeah. Right? They the just took dopey. That, that's <laughs> the all that this, like iconography yeah. and but, but you know what it is. But what's interesting as well is that you know that the designer who sat there was not thinking this no. is an appropriation. The person was like, "This guy likes dopey," and he just yeah. stuck yeah. it on yeah. there. Like yeah. there was really no. It's you crazy. Know. And like from Qasr al-Jabal. Yeah. Like these old classic cafeterias that you had in Sharjah, and it's funny. Like you were talking about Josh earlier. Josh and a I graphic went, designer. Yeah. Gra- Josh and I went to the same high school, but we never knew each other, right? Oh yeah. And then not until we were catching up here a few nights ago, and he's talking about the the hot burger in Abu Jara where they used to hang out, and like, oh, I used to go there after our basketball game. It's such it a became, connection oh, point. Wow. It's a central yeah. point. It is. Right? Yeah. It is. Absolutely. And, Similarly, like it was, it was that space, and then the cans. And today, I could sit and tell you, like I know of, you know, you want to get good chai now in Sharjah. You want, you might want to stop by by Shail Maliki, or you uh, like yeah. want to go to Shabab Al Khan. You know, like there's certain OT's food tour <laughs> is a historic tour of the <laughs> city. It's <laughs> amazing. Dude, it's part of my Sharjah. Like, yeah. let me tell you, let me tell you, yeah. Like he, like what, what I love Shari. about <laughs> OT is your city is like this Karak, and then we go into this like educational journey yeah, about yeah. the city and its history. And I told him, I was like, we should do this. We should food tour people who come to town and just tell them about it. it's a very palatable way to experience history right, in experience the city it's amazing Malik Faisal and you know we take that tour you know. because a lot of people as well it it creates this bridge between Sharjah and Dubai as well yeah. because yeah. I find the food in Sharjah to be a lot but like since mm. I've known OT I feel like it's just better down there authentic or I think it's, it's just uh, yeah up there, up there. <laughs> yeah yeah um, I, 
you know, I think, uh, I, I mean, we did, uh, but, but it's also really interesting to see how the cafeterias have been, some of them decide to stay. As they are. Yeah, yeah. and some of them change and try to become trendy. And so uh, when we did the workshop at the Shardar Foundation, we uh, we went on a neighborhood cafeteria tour. Nice. Uh, walk, sorry. And so what we did was we looked at the different types of cafeterias. Mm. The one that is trying to become trendy, the one that only serves kalak, the one, the bakery kind of yeah. meter, the one that that uh, the the that never changed at all, you know, from like back in the day, uh, where you see the labor worker with the yeah. business Emirati man sitting and like together. One thing I loved about that is that this this it doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, what your Absolutely. background is, you're all in the same space. But one thing I respected about cafeterias, and and this is to go to functionality, but then. As things develop around, you see why it's so special there. They always have free water. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, you really don't, <laughs> think, you, you, you really don't think about That's it much. True. But they yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Free water. I never noticed that. You're right. right? And it's, it's something that I just always loved about them. Because you, cause you... You're just there. I don't even have to order food. <laughs> They'd let me get some water if I need it. You know? And... That's just consideration of the people. It's community. That's amazing. It's community. Exactly, yeah. Because I think that's part of it is that I think, like I said, they become the centers of the community. Yeah. For a lot of men who are working in the area, their their wives are in India or their yeah, yeah, wives yeah. are in the Philippines. And so this is where they come for lunch every day for yeah. an affordable lunch yeah, and to yeah, sit yeah. amongst your friends because eventually yeah. you know each other. Yeah. And I think there's a knowingness when you sit in a cafeteria. <laughs> and, and, and there's an unknowingness when you come like me, which is I'm usually the odd one out in the cafeteria. Mm -hmm. And there is that in everybody knows when to turn and to look at you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they know exactly how That's to turn. Hilarious. So they're all like piranhas. And yeah, I, I get it. Yeah. But anyways, I appreciate the work you do so very much. Thank you and so I think much. it's so Michelle, important. Michelle, yeah. And and I'm so impressed. I, I wish there were more like you. Yeah. A call Thank out. You. A call out. I really do. Honestly. Honestly, because when I look at the landscape of, um, of design, uh, Fikra, for me, stands as a voice that is truly uh, mine. Uh, yeah. You know, and I don't know how to explain that. That's uh, amazing. Yeah, Thank you so much. I, but That's I mean that genuinely. Yeah. I do. Um, and even though my Arabic is, you know, shaky at best. I, when I look at the design and the work that comes out of your studio, I see the love that's reflected in the work that we like in in my, in my place, and I can feel it yeah. in in in, in your, your in your approach and your team. And I I I really wish there were more like you. Thank I do. You, honestly, that's I mean, an amazing. I do. When 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 Miriam told me about like she's like, oh yeah, I know Sanam for Fikr. Bring it on! This is so much that we have to get no, on and we have to talk about. I love the show, I, and, 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 and I was so happy that you know you asked yeah. me to join. And thank you so much for. For thank this, you, thank this you for coming through. It was, like, it was, you. It was an amazing conversation. I don't think it's going to end here. Definitely. No. Yeah. No. Sure. Let's keep sure. I think about. I'd love course, to find a way to yeah. collaborate. Yeah. I think that's important that's for us. What up, nation? Welcome to your tribe. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Please rate and review the show via your iTunes app, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or your preferred podcatcher. Hit us with those five stars and your comments and let us know how you feel. For more information and access to our exclusive content, visit www.dukanshow.com and subscribe to our newsletter. See you all next week. Much love.
silver as heavy as lead I felt something was just not right I had to roll a little zig for my head
believe it until she I can't believe today my friend them tell me that she flee I don't believe he's angry and I don't believe his grief I don't believe he's Susan or the other girls I greet Love for me she have that is the only thing I need I don't intend right now just to lose my main squeeze Oh, Guantanamela you a killer Jolly way you a tea on me body under pressure Man see your body all a kill my sitter When your body right just to know you got the power But Sim Sima who got the keys to my bima? Who am I? The girls them sugar. How can I make love to a fella in a rush? Pass me the keys to my trucks. Who am I? The girls them luck. And I and I will make love to precious cups. I tell myself I don't want nobody else to ever love me. You are my guiding star, my shining light. I love you, baby. But that day you leave and you gone, I know. That girls, they show crazy I know the girls love some All of them are on some Cause the whole of them want this baby I told you once and I told you twice That I am the girls, them sugar Now the girls are my top me And the girls are my rush me Because they're my driving the beamer All the girls, them flavor I'm, I'm no slaver I am the helper, no helper And a girl loves watcher I want to know her And listen when the DJ Pass me the keys to my bima Oh my, the girls them sugar How can I make love to a fella in a rush Pass me the keys to my trucks Oh my, the girls them luck And I and I will make love to precious Sim Sima Who got the keys to my bima Oh my, the girls them sugar Just like a cross to bear 